Dictionaries define a saveloy as a highly seasoned dried sausage. Saveloys, like life, contain many varied and interesting subjects. But also like life, we must ask, is there actually anything good inside? Welcome to Inside the Saveloy with your hosts, Colin and Stu, as they look deep inside film, music, literature, TV and major events. Is there anything good inside this saveloy? Let's find out. Okay, so we're going to do uh, Bob Dylan's seventh album, album, right? Blonde on Blonde. Seventh studio now, album, yep. Now, we'll do a little bit of background on it shortly, but Colin, when was the first time you became aware of this particular album? Oh, gosh. Do you remember? Long time ago. A long, long time ago when I was in my teens, probably. Right. R- read about it. Read about it before I ever um, bought it. Okay, so yep. do you, do, did and you... And I ever... knew lots of the songs off of it anyway. Sure. Because they're the, like his classic... Back catalogue, aren't they? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Some of them are. Mm. And so, did you ever own it on vinyl? Uh, no, no. I got it on CD. Got it on CD. Mm. Okay, so as I'd never heard of this album. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm one of these people, right, who is often not necessarily into albums like you. Mm. I mean, you've got a, a vast mind for this sort of stuff, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I tend to listen to um, singles. Right, okay. and I have done, and so I know singles, but I don't know albums yeah, as right. such. So I've been faking it all week. <laughs> for the last, when we started talking about this, right? yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but I think that's a good perspective for this particular show and the segment because you come from it uh, with this vast knowledge, right, mm. of all of the of music, mm. which is what you have in your brain, and I come from it from uh, kind of. Well, I won't say moronic, <laughs> but a layperson's more of yeah, a layperson. Because you've heard some of the songs on it anyway. Yeah, I have. Just, yeah. I have, and I have opinions. And I mean, with me and music, it's really, uh, do I like it or not? And it's, it's kind of that black and white. Yep. If it's pleasing to my ear, then I like it. And it doesn't really matter where it's from. Yeah, uh, right. And so I'm not big on the album necessarily. And quite often, you know, this segment is about does this album or whatever hold up yeah. as one of the great ones? That's right. You know, is it... In, in the long run, as good as people remember it mm. having been when it first came out, right? And the other thing is, if you were introducing people to Dylan these days... Would you pick this one? Would you pick this one as a starting point, you know? Mm. And so that's something we can explore as well. Because, I, I don't know, do people still listen to Dylan? Maybe that's something we can... I don't know. Well, I'd, I mean, he's coming out later in the year. Mm. I don't know if it's going to be sold out or if people are going to go along just to say they went to see Bob Dylan. Yeah. You True. know, last time I saw him here is a few years ago now... Mm. Yeah, I didn't think he was that... It wasn't great, right? <laughs> yeah, he hasn't got this... Was that because they had to wheel him out? Yeah, that's right. He just doesn't have stage presence for me. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I just think years ago he possibly did, right? Mm. And um, now I think he's just um, up playing. I, he knows who Bob Dylan is and this is what Bob Dylan... So I'm going to do it. So, so you're saying he's going through the motions a little oh, bit? That's what, I, that's what it seemed like to me. Right. Right. And mm. I, you know what? Like, if someone had gone along to that and he, he did... um. Largely, it was his album, right? He's touring mm. on the album, so he just did the album. And he did um, Blowing in the Wind at the end. Mm. Now, if you'd listened to him do it there mm. and then gone away and went, wow, that was amazing, you wouldn't find it like that because it was nothing like the track. Right. So, right. so, I mean, which is fine. His prerogative to do what he likes with yeah, what he's yeah, yeah. written. I think the thing with that, though, is something that Lyndon's spoken about often is that's integrity. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so... Sure, uh, Dylan's been around the scene for a long, long time. long time. But if he if he doesn't like performing on stage anymore, then he probably shouldn't do it. Yeah, that's right. Because right. there's a lack of integrity there. Yeah. Or he should do it under his terms. And people are paying good money. Yeah. I see him. And I mean, he's not short of cash, right? No, I don't <laughs> think he is. Probably not by now. So. <laughs> yeah. So, mm. okay, anyway, 
So, blonde on Blonde. Blonde on Blonde. And so we'll get into a, a few background details about this and we're going to discuss the album art as well, yep. which is very iconic. Oh, yeah. And I, I said I didn't know the album, but I know that I'd yeah. always known the cover. Yeah, that's right. The album art. Um, it's the out of focus three-quarter picture yeah, of him, isn't it? Yeah, so we'll get into that. So this is considered the first great double LP. Or It wasn't the first, it was probably the first rock one. Yeah, right. If we're classified as that. Yep. Um, so on release in 1966, and, and he'd re- this was kind of the trilogy because he'd released yep. two albums in 65. Highway, Highway 61. So prolific, right? Yeah, that's right. He was in a real purple patch, wasn't he? Yeah, was that drug in spite? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> So, I don't know if it was. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, double album, so 14 tracks. Yeah. And it's kind of a, is it a four, four on the sides? Yeah. Four, yeah, four, five. Four, four. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's quite long, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he, I think. You know, a couple of his songs, there's seven and eight minute tracks yeah. like that, Sad Eyed Lady. Mm. Quite long, right? Yeah, So yeah, it's yeah. probably four, four and three, three or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, you've got the maths brain. Yeah. I couldn't add up. Right, <laughs> four and four and three and three, and tell you what though, if you did a five and two, you'd know about it, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, five, two, three, double album, seventy-two minutes or nearly seventy-three uh, minutes actually. That was that was quite considerable, right, mm. for nineteen sixty-six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about people just bringing out. I mean, you think back to those albums, all those albums. There's always a cover on them. There were always a lot of filler mm. on those albums by anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? There wasn't many albums where every song was a winner. No, no. There was always a bit of filler. No. And that's an investment in time for people, right? Yeah. Yeah, real investment. Yeah. And so here he's got, you know, 14 all of his own mm. kind of thing. And yeah, well, they're definitely all of his own. He wrote all of them, right? Yeah. A lot of improvisation. But anyway, we'll, we'll get to that shortly, I think. Uh, so certified double platinum in the US, so that's 2 million copies sold. Wow. Which is pretty good. Uh, so it, reached, it only reached number nine, though, on the Billboard Top <sighs> 200. At the those time. billboard top, you know, like they didn't know what they were buying. Those people, no, and it was third on the UK top seventy-five. Yeah, top, right. they do a top seventy-five. No, that's bizarre, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> top seventy-five. That's quite random. Twenty, fifty, or forty. Top forties. Yeah, yeah. Top hundred. Top seventy-five. Top seventy-five. Ah, yeah. they got to be different though. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's all that. Im- it's just because they use imperial measurements. <laughs> Something like something that. Something like that, eh? Something like that. So, um, so it was, I mean, it got up there, but not really to the status that it's now looked back on, no, right? No, no, And I guess that might be quite similar with a lot of albums. Because it was in number nine, Rolling Stone's top 500, yeah, wasn't that, it? that's exactly right. So it is ranked number nine in that. Yeah. Yeah, and we might do some others That's the that. highest Bob Dylan one, though, Yeah, right? it is the highest Bob Dylan. Mm. Um, and some people might debate that, I think. But, well, that's what I say. Yeah. People are always like, this is their favourite. Mm. Depends where you came in, right? Yeah. Where did you come into bit Dylan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite often the first thing you hear, it's quite often the one that kind mm. of sets it for you. Mm. And, and you, mark, you judge everything after that, don't yeah. you? Yeah, and I think we'll look inside the Savaloy and a few more of those top ten. Yeah, because we've had ropey a, ones in there. some ropey ones, that's right. So we got, what, one, two, three, four, five singles from the album. Wow. And um, and so we'll we'll get into the one of the first sing- singles shortly, which is "Rainy Day Woman." But yep. before that, we'll just the album art. Yeah, it's it's that blurred kind of just slightly out of focus. He's got that yeah. scarf on, hasn't he? And I'd, I'd suggest not even slightly out of focus. And yeah. People would look at that and they'd be like, "What is with this What's going on with that?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially these days, right? Yeah, you know, and um, people want everything nice and sharp. And they, but they people like to read stuff into it, don't they? Yeah. What was it all about? Was there a secret message that's Dylan was... He's on drugs, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's all blurry. It's LSD-inspired. Right. Yeah. Where actually it was just a very cold day. In a meatworks. Yeah. He was shivering. The photographer was shivering. Yeah. And um, there were 
they'd taken some shots that were, you know, beautifully focused. But that's the one Dylan chose. I just wonder sometimes whether Dylan says stuff to just wind people up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, well, and, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, well, you watch those videos on YouTube of him being interviewed. Yeah. He's just playing with yeah. them, right? So I think about that cover, um, it's very engaging because it is out of focus. Yeah. You know, so it actually makes you look and concentrate on that. Yeah. And it's simplistic like a lot of his covers are from his albums. I mean, there's that famous one, um, is it from... Where it's him and a, a woman walking down oh, the road. Freewheeling. Freewheeling, yeah. Mm. They're right. walking down an alleyway. Yeah, and that's all, that's all they're doing. And it's yeah. just capturing a moment in time. Yeah. On the on the back was the um, the photo of him. He's holding like a mandolin, I think, in a photo right. of a okay. lady. Yeah. Yeah. So with that album, you fold it out, and it's like a three-quarter... Um, picture. Picture of, yeah. of him, yeah, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah. Very cool. Love a double album. Yeah. That's always good. <laughs> right, right, so what should we play? Well, so we're gonna what we're going to do, right, we're going to play... I guess the big songs yep. from the album, and we're also going to play maybe a couple of our personal favourites as well. Yeah. And um, when we get back from this, so we're going to just run through. We're going to run through the tracks, aren't we? Yeah. And um, by the end of it, by the end of this, we'll decide we, whether there's actually we might have formed good. an opinion. Yeah. Might, we'll just see how much good there is inside the yeah. Savoy. Right. So this is this is Rainy Day Woman, right? And so is the actual title Rainy Day Woman. 12, 12 and thirty-five. Yeah, but he had to change it, didn't he? Because they were, they wouldn't um, they wouldn't publish it with his original title yeah so he just made it up on the spot i think right. was the story now i lots of people will know this song but they might not actually know what it's called and we'll talk because he doesn't it. mention rainy day women at all no and so yeah. we'll talk about that when we come back maybe because it is a very iconic um dylan song yeah and in many ways it's kind of a fun sort of silly song isn't it oh yeah it's got yeah. so much going on in it yeah there's tambourine going on oh yeah yeah and he's very relaxed in it and there's i mean one thing about this album is that there were it was kind of improvised well, that's that's what they say, right? Yeah. And w- he laughs during this track, and that is imp- because there's people in the there's the band in the background. Yeah. Uh, and it was the band, right? Yeah. 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 And, the band, the and band. And there's people yelling out stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. It's just crazy. It's like you know they're just having a bit of a jam session, right? Mm. And it got mm. recorded. Now I was saying before we listened to that that like, it almost everybody would know that song, but they might think it's you know everybody should get started. <laughs> that's right. Mm. And I think I always thought that. Yeah, uh, because he it, doesn't mention Rainy Day Women. No, in it and it's the iconic line from the the track, isn't yes, it? It's what you remember in the chorus, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I it's not my favourite song. It probably, uh, you know, it's difficult, but I I just like it. I dislike it more than any other Bob Dylan song I've ever heard. Wow, it just it just grates on me. Right. I don't know why. It just seems to me. Is it his voice? No, it's no, and and you know what, like. When I um when I was much younger, people used to always go, "Oh, Bob Dylan, he can't sing." Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if he really cares about mm. whether he could sing or not. But then again, I don't know who they wanted him to sing like. Mm. Mm. Well, Neil Sedaka, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I I think with that, quite often um, other people do sing his songs better. Yeah, right. But that doesn't mean they are better songs necessarily, um, no. because you know you need you need that style and it's, it's the same with a, a number of singers right you actually need that style I think he has a very um, nice way of delivering a mm. song you know mm. like Frank Sinatra well I'm going to argue creepy a bit later but oh yeah <laughs> but, but, anyway. but like Frank Sinatra right it's yeah. the phrasing yeah yeah and Dylan could phrase yeah mm. you know and that's he's great for that you know mm. but yeah Rainy Day Women not my favourite right? right however my favourite probably on this album Mm. Is visions of Johanna. Okay, but before that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> before Jumping that, ahead. Yeah, we're going to go through each one of these tracks. No, that's fine. So, pledging my time is the next track, three fifty. I mean, there's not too much to say, but it's got a very bluesy feel about it as well. The whole album's got a yeah. bit of that in it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Probably because it's got those Nashville session musicians playing on it, right? Sure, and there's lots of harmonica in it, and including sort of holding the harmonica note for extended periods of time, yeah. which is either amazing or, or really, <laughs> yeah, really annoying. Just get to the point, mate. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, Visions of Johanna, yeah, and we've played this on Expanding Horizons before. Yeah, I love Visions of yeah. Johanna. So how it, come? What, well, I don't know. Good? It's a rambling story, right? And um, I do like his rambling stories, Desolation yeah. Row and Boots of Spanish Leather. And... Um, I just, you know, it seems to me he he's it's all the other people who are in it as well, mm. and they just seem to do some. I don't know. He makes them do strange things, or yeah. I mean, one of the things about this album that I've noticed is that there are lots of songs about relationships, and so th- this one's really about a couple of contrasting lovers. Yeah, I think isn't it? Yeah, and and but there's a lot of that on here of breakups and bad relationships or good relationships or just lusting after somebody which we'll <laughs> talk about later yeah, as well right. okay yeah so let, we should do this because it is seven minutes 33 so sit back relax yeah, yeah and listen to and what <laughs> no no grab yourself something to some <laughs> yeah. warm to drink because yeah. this is the visions of johanna yeah, and when you come back it'll still be playing <laughs> yeah yeah that's right yeah, it is great. my song yeah, it's, it's great it's, eh? yeah it's, i just love the storytelling yeah it's sweet very sweet yeah within that now i reckon the next two songs aren't so sweet one of us must know. Yeah, one of us must know. So actually, that is reasonably sweet, I suppose. Mm. But some of the lines in it, I didn't realise just what it, what I did here. I didn't realise how young you were. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, dodgy. Dodgy. Uh, yeah. So again, this is a it is a, a burnt out relation about a burnt out relationship. relationship. Yeah. Um, sort of dissecting what went wrong. Maybe perhaps because one of them was way younger than the other. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it. <laughs> Uh, and perhaps right. inappropriately too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Who's to know? And then that's the next song um, is "I Want You." Oh yeah, which is probably reasonably well known. Yeah, right? no, that is. You know, I think so. Yeah, and um, I was reading about it, and you know, it does have quite a, a a varied sort of cast that he mentions in the in the lyrics. Like, there's a, a guilty undertaker size, the lonesome organ grinder cries yeah. to begin the song. But it, again, it's a. Is it a, it's kind of a relationship song, but he's talking about how badly he wants um, a woman, right? Yeah, it's a bit creepy. <laughs> I think it gets a bit creepy. Creepy. And it's in his delivery as well, right? Yeah. I want you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want you. Yeah, yeah. Stew of a Thousand Voices, here it goes again. Right. Not that I'm singing it, but that's no. just... Well, you couldn't tell because like, Dylan's the same, right? Because <laughs> I read somewhere it's the most simplistic sex song in history. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Right. So it's a bit, it gets a bit obsessive, I think, yep. with his I want you, I want you, I want you, I want you. Yeah. Oh, I, want yeah, you I want you badly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good on you, Bob. <laughs> so, yeah, a bit annoying and repetitive, perhaps. I think he sounds like a bit of a jerk in that as well. Okay. And it's a little bit more like putting the pressure on. But that's just my opinion, <laughs> yeah. my humble opinion. Well, that's what it's about on Inside the Savoy, mm. is your opinion. and That's right. And so, and then follow, that following up, uh, I want you, is stuck inside of... Mobile. Mobile with Memphis Blues again. Yeah. And that's another long one. It's like seven minutes as well. It's Um, great. I like that one. Yep. Actually. Good lyrics. Good lyrics within that. Great title too. (laughs) He's got some good titles on this Well, not if you're trying to say it on radio. No, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) But but anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's some good lyrics. I I think I mentioned earlier The Hurricane. I I think the story's better in The Hurricane. I think you go a long way to... To beat the hurricane, yeah. In terms of the story, but the you had to start somewhere though, didn't you? Yeah, before you got to, to that one, yeah, I guess so. But the next one we're going to play anyway is is kind of a cool one with another cool title: the leopard yeah. skin pill pillbox hat. hat. Now I can see you wearing one of these. Oh yeah, like a fez kind of thing, yeah. hey? 
Yeah. Might have to look into that for Christmas. I'm a bit you. of a hat wearer myself. Yeah, yeah. You, you wear a hat well. Leopard spin. I have to say. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> leopard spin, leopard skin. L- leopard skin, yeah. leopard spin. So this particular song is kind of a sarcastic satire on materialism oh, and well, fashion. Yeah, fadism yeah. as well, I think. Yeah. I could actually picture Elvis Presley singing this song. Oh, really? But uh, when I first heard it, I yeah. thought, oh, yeah, Elvis could do that. Yeah, Slightly well. different. And I won't do my Elvis impersonation today. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fun. It's a great that's song, good. hey. As I said, I could just imagine George McFly at the end of the sea dance. Oh, yeah, there. definitely proven to It's the same. Yeah. And um, I like it. It's got a bit of, um, it's fun. It's got a bit of that piano. Yeah. Some, maybe, I don't know if it's honky tonk or, but it's definitely mm. great. And then, mm. you know, great bit of lead guitar there. It's yeah. Just, and yeah. just a good title and, and comment, yeah. commentary on fashion, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I like, just, oh yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's kind of a, yeah, what are you doing wearing that? Yeah. And that was halfway through the album, right? Mm. And yeah. um, next one was Just Like a Woman. Yeah. And it, this is uh, iconic. Yeah, everyone knows this yeah, one, I think. If you know Bob Dylan, then you'd probably... Yeah. This is another one that's on his best of yeah. all the time. Now, I think this is quite creepy, actually, when you listen to it. Yeah, right? Why <laughs> Just is that? What? like a woman. woman. <laughs> then he sort of gets more that more of that drawl. Yeah. <laughs> and it's potentially misogynistic as well, this song, depending right. on how you view it. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't view it that way, but, you know. So, I mean, it is an exploration of female wiles. And, okay. f- and feminine vulnerability, Woo. apparently. On your okay, lots, lots of harmonica as well in this. All right. Now, I, I, I said before, I think that's a creepy song yep. when you really listen to it. Yep. Right. And, and we're talking about misogyny beforehand. You know, uh, just like a woman. What is just like a woman? Yeah, I don't get what he's singing there. Yeah. Maybe if I read some, someone's thesis on what it really mm. meant. I mean, maybe that's good to be just like a woman. But yeah. it might not be as well. Yeah, breaks like a little girl, though. I don't get yeah. that either. No. But anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> sweet. Very, very sweet, though. Yeah. And yeah, well-known. Well That's known. one of the yeah. well-known tracks. Yeah, one of the singles that was released, of course. But only got to number 33. Oh, yeah, as we say. Yeah. Let's not um, <laughs> let's not worry too much about those charts. No. Now considering some of the tripe that gets into them. That's right. So um, a lot of the songs, before we get to the next one we're going to play, probably the last one we're going to play of this album, mm. um, you know, of course, again, very bluesy, a lot of songs about uh, spurned lovers sort of thing. So most likely you go your way and I'll go mine. mine yep. That's kind of cool. It's a, often described as a bright blues stomper Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. about lovers parting. It sounds like a train on the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> it does that quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all those Nashville yep. musicians <clears throat> he had playing. And then following following that, uh, temporary like Achilles. Achilles. And that's another reasonably long one, just over five minutes. So you get your money's worth on this yeah. double album. But again, the narrator has been spurned by his lover yeah. who has already taken up with the latest boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Don't muck around these women, nah, do they? Nah, that's right. <laughs> Straight onto it. <laughs> yeah. and then, Absolutely sweet, Marie. Yeah, so again, a blues sort of shuffle. Yeah. Very Memphis-y. So there's a lot yeah. of that on there, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Mm. Um, I can't remember. It's Nashville Skyline. I think that's it's on his album after. So no. he's obviously spent some time mm. down the south. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doing that kind of stuff, eh? So um, I read about this. One of the most oft-repeated of Dylan's life lessons, the thought that to live outside the law, you must be honest, according to that song. Oh, right. right. That's interesting. Yeah. Kind of wordy, um, I thought, that song. But it's... Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then fourth time around, now you so, like this. Yeah, I do. I've been listening to this. Um, I, I, I've bought the, um, the, boot, the bootleg series that's been going on and on. There's been brought out there was the one it's called the Royal Albert Hall gig but it's actually I think in the Manchester Trades Free Trades Hall right and it's the um, 
it's a double album and it's the first CD or the first album is acoustic and then he gets his electric right. and that's when the classic guy shouts out Judas. Mm. You know, <laughs> which serious and why I'm saying this because the first song of the of the night is fourth time around. Right. And he does play visions of Johanna and Desolation Row and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff and it's great. Yeah. But it made me think, you know, Stu, that who are these people who think that these musicians just need to keep inside this little box of mm, mm. you only play like this. Yeah, How yeah. dare you like play electric guitar yeah, because yeah. I paid my money to come and see you play an acoustic and you should always play acoustic forever. Mm, mm. I mean, what's all that about? Oh, I don't know. But don't know. seriously, I, I was, you know, this the guy who shouts it out, I think there's some, you know, about, you know, how many people have always said, oh, that was me. <laughs> More right. people than were probably at the gig. Yeah, that's right. I think over time the gig went from being, you know, a couple of hundred people to probably a thousand people were there because everyone says they were there. For sure. But, um, yeah, I just like Fourth Time Around. Another, mm. like, I love the visions and, you know, the imagery. And this is a loose, loose tribute to Norwegian wood. The Beatles, right. which what you did, played what last week. What did you week. say about, um, yeah, we did. Um, oh, was, someone once said this was like Bob Dylan impersonating John Lennon, impersonating Bob Dylan. Right, so let's go. <laughs> right, and you can pick it up if you listen to it. You can, uh, yeah, you can, you'll hear it. Yeah, it's very nice. Isn't it is, it? I think it's a winner on the album. I like the little mandolin bit playing in the background. Yeah. Sounds really nice. And we've got some harmonica going on there. Oh, yeah, you love a bit of harmonica, yeah. don't you? Um, and so two other tracks left on on this. Uh, obviously, Five Believers, which is very bluesy as well. Yep. And then there's a marathon effort, which, to be honest, too long, didn't listen. You sad-eyed lady of the lowlands. <laughs> yeah, which is a... I wonder if, how many times you've ever played that in geeks. <laughs> People just nodded off. It's... Um, it, I mean, again, it's good storytelling within it, but yep. it's it, you have to invest some listening into it. Sometimes I wonder know? if he's just being indulgent. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I can write a long song. Yeah. Just watch me. Yeah. And again, I, I talked about the hurricane before, but the hurricane at eight minutes thirty-three is a better story. Yeah. I think. And yeah, it's just faster paced. Yeah. And pacing. Yeah. yeah. Exactly right. All right. So we've just about come to the end of the show. So what we need to do in terms of looking inside the Savoy, and I hope people out there have enjoyed this little look. Again, we probably could have spent another hour on this, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You could. We've only <clears> just <throat> picked the eyes out of our favourites. So what do you think? Is, is this good? Oh, I think it's a great album. Yep. It starts out with my least favourite song of all time, but seriously, <laughs> the rest of it, I think is... <laughs> it's a, a bad start. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Right. Yeah. I think he's got 14, yeah, great songs on there. Yeah, sure. Great storytelling, mm. imagery... I love it. Yeah, mm. I mean, for me, it's probably I probably wouldn't buy the album if I saw it in the warehouse. I probably yep. wouldn't buy it, but I think there's lots of goodness. Here we go. There's plenty of flavour <laughs> changes between blues, <laughs> blues, rock, and folk to keep it interesting. Um, I, I think do think though that the amount of songs about love and relationships does give the does kind of taint it a little bit uh, and leaves a bit of an eaten this before aftertaste. Oh <laughs> my gosh! Oh, oh dear. But it is a good album. Yeah, okay. and, it's great. And I've listened to From it. From the outside in. Yeah, I've listened to it four times now, I think, over the space of a, of a week, and I've liked it more and more yep. every time I've listened to it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, it's good. Cool. All right, so thanks right. for listening anyway. We need to fly. Thanks for joining us inside the Savaloy. Check out our Facebook page and leave us a comment and review, and feel free to suggest a topic for one of our shows. It will cost you nothing. We're also on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, and other fine podcasting sites. See you next time.